0: What's up, y'all? This is Faith and Fame with me, your girl, Brittany Q. Hill. Today, we're talking about Megyn Kelly getting the boot, Steph Curry's new venture, and we have a dope special guest. Stay tuned. The light
1: the that need that Hollywood. Hollywood. Hey. Ooh, the light the I'm trying to hit them
2: low.
0: Go ahead, girl. It's your moment. Don't mess it I'll up. <laughs> I got the little Miller rock on there. That's my little favorite move, y'all. All right. When it comes to inspiration in Hollywood, there's definitely no shortage of that on this show. This is the first episode of Faith and Fame with me, your girl, Brittany Q Hill. Yes! We made it, y'all. But you know, everything is better with one, two, or three, so I'm going to introduce my panel with me tonight.
2: It's
3: your boy Jay Lamar.
4: Oh, that's good. And hey, everybody, it's your girl Imani Jay in the building. Now, you know, there's this guy. <clears throat> I'm not going to toot his horn too much,
0: but he happens to be one of the most sought after fitness gurus in hollywood and he happens to be a a great friend of mine this is gifted by rob rob thompson what's up y'all what's
5: happening thanks for having me britney of
0: course thank you for being here of course so let me just go down the list really quick for those of you who don't know this is the man behind the queen mother angela bassett
3: oh my gosh yep
0: trains angela bassett i mean in addition to me but you know the (laughs) queen mother (laughs) we want to know what's what's the secret give us the sauce
5: uh, honestly, you know, she works so hard, mm-hmm. you know, she's so focused and determined when she has a goal in mind, mm-hmm. she, you know, focuses on it and just gets the job done. So, you know, Angela is a great client because once I tell her what she needs to do, she mm-hmm. does it on her own. She comes in, trains hard, but then she also does the homework when she's not with me, mm-hmm. you know? So when it comes to eating well and doing her cardio, things like that, she's locked in.
0: That's all we get? Wow. We don't get no, like, recipes, no... I'm like, can you be can, like, you like, know... What is the actual regimen? You said no. know
5: chest fucking out.
0: I'm like... i
5: going to be black chest in life. You know, I can give, give out all the secrets, you know. I got to keep a little bit in, in gotta the bag. we got to pay band.
0: for that, is what you're saying. Basically. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> so, got it. I
2: got a dollar. So I got gonna, you, I got we're, you.
0: We're going to jump into Rob a little bit more later. But first, I want to start off with some hot topics that we have going on in Hollywood. The first, Megan Kelly of NBC Gets the Boot. Mm. Child, so if you guys aren't up to date with what's been going on this past week, Megan Kelly made some pretty racial remarks about blackface in that she felt that it's appropriate to do blackface on Halloween. <clears throat> what do y'all think?
3: Now, girl, you already know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hot mess.
3: Now you know. Like, I, I I, do not agree with that at all. Yeah. Like, there's no. Not even on Halloween. Not even on Halloween. Hmm. It's not funny.
4: No, it's there's not.
3: There's nothing. No. What do you think,
4: honey? Yeah. Especially because during the Halloween time, that's when a lot of people who are non-blacks or not minorities they use this um, this occasion to kind of cultural appropriate and then do this blackface. She even made a comment about, "Oh, my friend, she was Diana Ross and yeah. she made her song darker." We're we gonna watch a okay, quick let it. <laughs> Let's my dad really for those who don't know yet.
0: Let's Imani did her way. homework. Right. That's my girl. That's
2: my girl. <laughs>
1: Okay. Here's NBC's Megyn Kelly.
4: What is racist? Because because so truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on black yes, face yes. on Halloween, or mm. a black person who puts on white face yes. for
0: Halloween. Like I, back, okay, back when was, I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing me, up as barn, like a character. There was a on
4: the Real Housewives of yeah. New York. It was Luan, never okay. She dresses Diana Ross, and she made her skin look darker than it really is, and people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I felt like who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't
0: know how, like, that got racist on Halloween. Girl, stop it. No. Nope. Fired. Yeah. So, <laughs> go ahead. Continue your thought now, Imani.
4: Well, so what I was going to say is, like, you don't see, like, black children or any other person going out and putting on, like, white face if they wanted to be Megyn Kelly, for instance, right. for Halloween. And it's just not right because black face, there is a, a big cultural... A historic, like, it's rooted in racism. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's not funny, It's especially for us. And if you have black people complaining about something that's affecting them, Mm -hmm. then why not listen? Right. My issue is that she's not just a TV host. You are a
0: journalist. Oh, It is your duty, your obligation (laughs) to do your diligent research and be up to par on social disparities, especially regarding racism. Like, there's no excuse for why you don't know why that's inappropriate. What do you think, Rob?
5: I totally agree. I think um, what people forget to realize is that it comes with so much history. Mm-hmm. Like back in you know, you know, in the theater arts back in the eighteen thirties, nineteen hundreds, is when it started. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, it it, it was derogatory. Um, you know, you know, white this white white male actor was dressing up as a, a black person and doing skits, and it was more so they were um, like rough looking and. You know, lazy, like all these negative um, tones. Mm-hmm. You know, for our culture. Right. So it's just not. It's not about just Halloween. It's about the history exactly. aspect. Exactly.
3: And yeah. I don't think that Megyn Kelly knows the history. Right. Um, she doesn't. She's clearly. completely not. She's oblivious to the entire situation. Right. Yeah. I do want to say that it, if a if a Caucasian person or somebody that is not black wanted to dress up as a black person for Halloween, mm-hmm. there's an appropriate way to do it. Right. If you wanted to be, let's say, somebody wanted to be Jay Z for Halloween. Dress as Jay-Z, right. but keep your face the same color that naturally yeah. your face is. Face
0: the same color. <laughs> yeah. like,
3: but know, just right. dre- put on a costume, but yeah. don't change your face.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. I, so the reason why I want to talk about this is because so she mentioned that she thought it was appropriate for Halloween, being that Halloween is right around the corner. A question I want to pose for you guys is, is it appropriate or cool for Christians to celebrate Halloween?
4: Oh my gosh, this Mm. is like super major to me because I don't really celebrate Halloween because there are times where I feel like it is a little bit demonic Mm. and um, I'm just not a fan of things popping out at me. Things that (laughs) represent (laughs) death, my (laughs) reflexes are not, you know. It's not okay. Yeah. I might get kicked out of not scary form and all those other things. <laughs> but I noticed that a lot of Christian like churches and things, in order to keep up with their the crowd and the and congregation, they celebrate Halloween and they give out candies, which is mm-hmm. a little bit confusing for me because I know my grandmother as a pastor who doesn't celebrate Halloween, but come around church season, we give out candies. Yeah, CDs. is that, it's, they call it what, praise night?
3: For, Oh, I want to say Holo Fest, but it's not called Halloween. They call it like they used to like do Fall Festival. Yeah. They name is something different. So, okay. so it basically
0: it's it's appropriate, but only within reason. As long as it's at the church, then it's okay. I,
4: for <laughs> me, <laughs> that's then, not my opinion. I'm yeah. just saying, like that's what you No, not for me. I don't like. I said I don't really celebrate Halloween. I mean, this year I did want to, but for me, I wouldn't be celebrating Halloween in the church. If we're gonna be following some type of you know religion and guidelines, and we need to stick to that, we yeah. shouldn't be. Hmm. You know? I yeah. guess
3: for me, being like a new age, modern Christian, I don't see nothing wrong with it because I'm not worshiping anybody but my God. Mm-hmm. I, for one particular day, I'm just going and I'm I'm being somebody funny for Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Like this okay. year, I was thinking about being like Joanna Scammer or, you know, maybe <laughs> Honestly, <being lonely. laughs> Yeah. You know, or being like a fun like celebrity or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't never, I never dress in like a demonic costume. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know, okay, once Halloween is over, I still worship God. So. Yeah.
0: I think I don't think there's a problem with it. I think, you know, I just I think it's more a holiday for kids. That's just my opinion. Yeah. You know, growing up, you know, kids in general, whether it's Halloween or not, love to dress up. Mm-hmm. You know, be somebody else. So I think it's cool for the kids to dress up and go and get candy and, and and have fun with their friends. As an adult, I feel like it's okay, but like you said, Imani, just be mindful of you know the message we're putting out. We're not. I don't think that it's wise to go out and you know do all kinds of demonic stuff or whatever. But if you want to just hang out with your friends and turn up a little bit, I think it's okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Rock, want to I, I totally agree with you guys. Yeah.
5: I, th- I think it's the same thing. You go out have fun and just keep it safe and keep it clean and enjoy yourself. But I I, I think the same thing just those guidelines of just, you know, Straight religion, it's it's a fine line. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, like you said, just keep it clean and have fun and enjoy it, but just be safe. Yeah, Rob probably be wearing like have his muscles all out
3: on Halloween. I y'all already know what
2: they're gonna be wearing. So Peter, right?
0: T.J. Right? Talk
3: easy. That ain't happening
5: because it's
3: trouble. That ain't fair. We're
0: gonna wear on Halloween.
5: Well, I'm not dressing up this year. <laughs> I'll put it like that. I'm, I'm taking this year off.
3: Okay. But this kind of probably like a peak season for you because I know like a lot of my friends like go hard in the gym like
5: thirty right. days prior mm-hmm. to Halloween to like get fit for their costumes. Yeah, right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, which is understandable.
5: Yeah, everyone is, but year round out here in Los Angeles, everyone needs to stay ready. Okay. Well, yeah. you, know, you know,
0: speaking of getting fit and athleticism, <laughs> we're gonna get my fifteen
4: minutes in today. Yeah. What, yeah. You mean? I, what are you guys talking about? Getting More. fit. <laughs>
0: Chappoo! <laughs> I'm trying to be like Angela, right. so, Your body mm-hmm. snatched already. I know, yeah. I know. Right? But well, thank you. Rob you look Trainer. Right so there. I, you know, I didn't want to like gas myself, but, but Rob did train me for. I used to do pageants. Um, he trained mm-hmm. me for Miss Greater Inland Empire and Miss Los Angeles and Miss North Carolina. Yeah, wow. I placed uh, top ten. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was gonna plug in a little picture, but I'm gonna save y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spare the details <laughs> for now because
2: this is about Are you. Gotta show it that. It ain't picture. about me. I will.
0: I'll show you guys next time. Um, so you know, speaking of... Of athleticism i want to shift over to my favorite player steph curry shout out to golden state who's going to win another championship <coughs> excuse me
3: girl <laughs> me. <laughs> you know how um, i feel about golden state okay. <laughs> i'm a cleveland class fan uh, so okay. no, oh. Here. oh
0: gosh i can hear other people in my ear right now mm-hmm. so steph curry is taking on hollywood with the new venture as an executive pro- producer um there's a film that's called breakthrough and it's basically about so a young boy, he slips on some ice, he falls under the water, everybody thinks that he's dead, and it's just this miraculous story of him coming back to life because of everybody's faith. Um, the idea was brought to him by Devon Franklin, whom we know is like a heavyweight in entertainment and faith. So I just want to know: Do you guys are you guys here for Steph Curry as an executive producer? I am. Yeah. He's following
3: behind LeBron James.
0: I was
4: just gonna say uh, that. You know, LeBron James. Y'all can keep the petty. Y'all can keep the petty. <laughs> I'm just stating right, facts. It's okay. <laughs> LeBron James is over with the Lakers now, so either way. But but he, did he win the championship Timberley. last year? Did he win the championship
2: last year? Oh, okay.
3: I was just checking
4: just sure did. You got, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He didn't yeah. even put that. No, we talking about and last he didn't year. That. You know, we talking
3: and about last. Listen,
0: first of all I'm just saying okay so um, so if you guys aren't familiar of what the role of an executive producer is they're not so much hands on with the technical aspect it's more of like financial backing and like the creative development so Mm -hmm. I know he got the coin to back the film do we think that he can
4: pull his weight creatively I think so I think so yeah I think Mm -hmm. think so that's it? What? <laughs> I mean, just like I was going to mention LeBron James as well and being like... A What's best... the, Oh this LeBron, LeBron James? <laughs> he's, a, a, he's in you the know, media.
2: You know,
5: well, I'm a Lakers fan, you know. But And you a LeBron fan. I, f- I feel it. I, I feel it. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got
4: you, Seth. I got you, stuff. Now I am. <laughs>
2: anyway,
4: continue. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm just mentioning LeBron James because he does have his... I can't think of his um, production company name, but... He has a production company. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've so seen some of his work. Yeah, it's really He has like three possible. or four shows out right he now. He does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I think Steph Curry could do it. Yeah,
3: okay. I, I think Steph Curry has the creative capabilities of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no doubt.
4: I think so too. And I, what
0: I love about him is that he's so vocal and open about his faith walk. Yeah. You know, right. he always talks about God and just being an overall family man. So I think, I think it'll be a good look for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So speaking of being um, a man of faith, we're going to shift over to our um, special segment called Faith in It. This is a segment where we highlight someone in Hollywood. Who is outspoken about their faith and has taken major strides with a career in entertainment? And so today we're going to highlight none other than Denzel Washington. Woo-hoo. Who else should we talk about, right? So what I love about Denzel is that you know I've read a, a couple of interviews or read a couple of articles that when he picks his roles, he makes sure to pick roles that are contingent upon his faith, meaning. Mm-hmm. He's not going to take on a role if he can't bring some type of truth to it, you know. mm -hmm. And and I've also read that he would, once he takes a character, he'll find a scripture in the Bible to correlate with that character and build off of it that way, which I think is so dope. Um, But before he jumped into his career in entertainment, he um, told a story about how there was a woman in a salon who prophesied this over him. And so we're going to watch a quick clip about him kind of just talking about how he came to know what he was going to do in Hollywood.
1: Uh, just this past March, I was flunking out of college.
0: No, can you start at the 55 at a 1. second 7
1: mark? 1.7 grade Please. point average. I hope none of you can relate. <laughs> at a 1.7 grade point average, I was sitting in my mother's beauty shop. They still call it beauty shop now, when they call it. Yeah, I was sitting in the beauty parlor. I was sitting in my mother's beauty parlor, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I see behind me this woman under the dryer. And every time she looked up, she. Every time I looked up, she was looking at me, just looking me in the eye. I didn't know who she was. And I said, you know, she said, somebody give me a pen. Give me a pencil. I have a prophecy. March 27, 1975. She said, boy, you are going to travel the world and speak to millions of people. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, I flunked out of college. I'm thinking about joining the army. I didn't know what I was going to do. And she's telling me I'm going to travel the world and speak to millions of people. Well, I have traveled the world and I have spoke to millions of people. But that's not the most important thing, the success that I had. The most important thing is that what she taught me and what she told me that day has stayed with me since. I've been protected. I've been directed. Tell him. I've been corrected. Hmm. That's all deep, I'm feeling it. I've kept God in my life (laughs) and it's kept me humble. I've had a day. I didn't always stick with him, but he always stuck with me. Mm -hmm. So stick with him. In everything you do, if you think you wanna do what you think I've done, then do what I've done and stick with God. Number two. All right. That was good. Thank you for that, right? That so was really that's good. powerful.
0: I love I love that that he um he's so open about his faith in that, you know, when he takes on characters, he keeps that in mind. That the root, the very ca the very reason why he does all of this is to bring glory to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So quickly, what's your favorite uh Denzel piece? oh i'm wow. sorry the book of eli do y'all remember that that movie oh, yeah. mm-hmm. where he um nobody knew he was blind until the end and so basically the moral of the, or the story is we walk by faith and not by sight that was my favorite absolute favorite what was yours
3: oh my god i love everything
2: denzel One. i can't i
5: can't that's 10. tough, <laughs> that so tough. <laughs> oh i love malcolm x oh, oh yeah yes. that's
4: a classic
5: i love malcolm X. yeah
4: that's a classic oh. Money. you know what yeah this was a tough question but i'm just gonna just based on like my friend ashton making his way into being an actor he was just in a recent film with denzel i can't nice. think of the last the name of it the negotiator no recent, it's recent the equalizer, well, equalizer
5: that's yes. what i'm thinking of yes.
4: that's so huge. shout out to ashton for being in that piece i was really that's yeah. huge what
3: was that movie denzel did when um his son was dying John Q. John Q. That was one of my fast one of my favorite movies. That one was heavy. That one was heavy. (sighs) That was heavy. Superb
0: acting, though. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. That's why I love Denzel. I know.
0: You you really can't pick just one. All right, so since we're on the topic heavily on faith, we're going to shift the focus to our special guest, Rob Thompson. Yes. This is going to be our interview portion. And so... Rob, um, first of all, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you uh, for coming,
3: Rob. Yeah, I wish me me. Gear, you know <laughs> right. I wore more athletic gear. I thought
0: about that long. We could have got a little baby gun. We
3: could have <laughs> got a workout in right we now. We Sure <laughs> could have. Oh. Yeah, right? but the way my stomach set up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this show is called Faith and Fame for a reason. So the focus of the show is because you know we all work in entertainment. There's this false idea that you can't be a, a person of faith and then have a successful career. It's like you can only do one or the other. We're we're killing that today. Mm-hmm. so you can do both so today we want to talk about you know what is faith to you first and foremost and then what is your faith
5: uh, faith for me is honestly just trusting God
2: mm-hmm. and,
5: and through it all I mean through it when things are going great and especially when things are going bad mm-hmm. uh, or you're in that state of isolation you're trying to figure out what the next move is and then you don't want to make a bad decision or a quick decision sometimes you just have to be still mm-hmm. and just wait.
0: that's a word you know Be
5: still. So, um, you know, it's just one thing that I've learned is just to trust him. And no matter what, do the good, the bad, or the Mm in-between, just keep the faith and stay positive. um, And just be genuine. Just try to continue to be you and don't um, take the bait. You know what I mean? Of Hollywood mm-hmm. to get to where you need to be.
0: Mm, Elaborate yeah. on that a little bit. You what know,
5: do you mean just, by taking the bait? Just trusting God. It's like, a, like, all, like my mom always used to say, all money isn't good money. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know what I mean? So sometimes you have to say no to an opportunity. If it's not. If you feel uncomfortable and you feel the discernment of the spirit telling you not to do something or it may not be the right idea, that's a sign.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So just wait. That doesn't mean there's. you may have to say no to one opportunity to get the blessing on the other side right. of the Right. That's he not bitch. only give you a
3: six pack, but he give you a word. That's it,
2: right there. That's it.
5: That's it.
2: That's it. That's it. Yo, that's
0: <laughs> So, so um, what is your faith? Like, do you have a denomination? Did you grow up a particular way? Are you something different now?
5: Um, non-denominational. Oh. I grew up originally in a originally in a Baptist church, and then um, I'm a member of, well, still a member of the Partis House in Dallas. Nice. Um, so mm-hmm. when Bishop came to Shout Dallas, to I was Bishop there. Bishop
0: Jakes. Yeah, yeah.
5: So just <laughs> with him and just his teaching, it, just, it really helped me a, a lot as I was growing up through high school and losing my dad and then going to college. I mean, I needed that. Mm-hmm. That 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 ear, yeah. uh, that voice, you know, in my ear.
0: How was your spirituality growing up?
5: Oh, strong, strong faith base. So
0: you, you, my grew mom up in is a prayer church. warrior. Got it. Yeah, okay. Still okay.
5: to this day. <laughs> What's so, your favorite scripture? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm, Philippians four thirteen.
0: I can do all things. I can do all oh, things yeah. through Christ that's, who strengthens me. That's a classic. And,
5: You know, and it, and it's true because you know sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <I love> that. <laughs> what? I love you know, cause it's, it's, it's hard out here in Los Angeles, you know, mm-hmm. it's challenging for whatever industry you're in, whatever you're going through, you're away from your family, you're away from your friends. Mm-hmm. You're out here in LA trying to be successful. Yeah. So, I mean, you're in isolation. So some, you have to trust God. You yeah. have to keep that faith and keep your spirit strong because there are going to be bad days. Yeah. It's going to be great days and then you're going to go back to the bottom. So to maintain your, emotional and spiritual balance Mm -hmm. you have to have your 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 prayer life in order you have to you have to journal like i i I journal daily Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i write and talk to god i may not be able to pray at that moment but then i'll go back a couple days and just and write Mm -hmm. yeah you know
0: um tell us the moment if you can remember where you knew for yourself that god was real
5: well, honestly, it started. That's uh, it's a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of on the, in this journey. But uh, just when I was born, I was I was three months early, and I weighed one pound.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, so you know. And one... you big
3: now.
2: <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> you." He would do
5: exceedingly in <laughs> <so> Blessed. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh.
5: A You know, so just you know, thankful, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all so crazy. Good. But um, but just you know, just thankful that you know God blessed me to be. 100% healthy and everything that the doctor said that was going to be wrong, learning disabilities but not, not being able to walk, hear, see things like that so when I look at to where God has brought me from and I'm thankful that I'll be able to work out and train and train hard mm-hmm. and inspire people to also do the same you know, but um, I, I didn't know I was going to be a trainer growing up. I wanted to be something completely different. Which was? Uh, well, actually, I, w- I wanted to be a sports agent at first. Okay, you know, so you I see went. see that. I studied sports management, minor in psychology. I took kinesiology classes. So I, I oh, just, smart, I wanted to soak up right? the information, you know. <laughs> but then looking back at it, I was like, you know what? Well, God was actually preparing me to be a trainer before I even knew it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, because
5: mm-hmm. my mom was, you know, overweight as a kid. And, you know, she brought home this little program that had like what she should eat throughout the day and, you know, started the little diet. I used to wake up in the morning, cook her, cook her eggs, make toast, have her, you know, half of a grapefruit, have her lunch ready. Then we get up. Then when she get home from work, we'll go for a walk in the park for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she lost 100 pounds in a year. I'm wow. 11 years old. Wow. Oh, wow. You know, so I'm looking back and I'm like, well, God already was preparing me with my first client, which was my mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just want her to be healthy and see me as of now. Absolutely. You know, so when I look back at it, He was already preparing me way back then.
2: That's, That's beautiful. beautiful.
0: Wow. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, question: You're from Dallas. Mm-hmm. You moved here in what year?
5: Uh oh, where are we? Uh, 2010. 2010.
0: Okay. Remember, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because you are a celebrity fitness trainer, um, you, so you work heavily in entertainment. Mm-hmm. What has been some of the struggles you faced? You know, uh, trying to not only break through this industry, your industry, mm-hmm. but like staying true to who you are spiritually.
5: Honestly, just being yourself. Mm-hmm. you know with my clients I treat every uh, each client like it's my only client. And are oh, you going to
3: treat me like Angela? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> same so <you> treatment.
2: <laughs> and
0: I can attest to that because yeah. we tr- I can't even count how many times we've changed or How many years at this point, but um Rob, I've always had like, you know, this um I'm naturally thin. Been this way my whole life. So I didn't even think that it was possible to like, you know, pack on weight or muscle mass. What you did for me <laughs> Between, you know, with the the nutrition plan and just helping me to stay consistent with, like, fitness was crazy. I wish I had the picture to show nah, you guys it. that wow. I went from, like, a size zero to, like, a five with all muscle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. baby. That's yes. what I'm trying
2: to do. You have That's to see what
0: the I'm pictures. I'm trying to do. <laughs> i already thick. But I'm trying to get thicker.
5: You know what I'm saying? Trying to get those gains. <laughs> but
0: That's it was awesome. amazing to see my body transform the way it did because I didn't think it was... Remember when I first mm-hmm. came to you, I was like, yo, I'm telling you, I don't even... I don't think that it's possible. He was like, right. yo, because you ain't been with me yet. Right, so, right I got you. So I can attest that he, you, you're very hands-on. Everything was like for me. It wasn't some generic like take this, eat this, do this. So Thank I you. I can man. attest I'm about to sign up and use I'm that discount. No,
2: no, you really should. <laughs> you really, you really should. I got you. I want the for Look at this guy. for
0: How do you create these plans, though, in your mind? Like, I mean, it seems like uh-huh. it's just second nature. So how do you go about, you know, customizing these things?
5: Uh, without giving everything, but I take Yo, each you, I take each client, and mm-hmm. really you have to start at the at the bottom. You know, treat every client, no matter what their skill level may be or what their athleticism may be. Just start out at the basics. Try to figure out what muscle imbalances, what's wrong with the client, mm-hmm. what issues are they having, or what if their movement pattern is incorrect. We have to fix all of that before we get into something dynamic, more athletic, more heavier weight. We have to kind of gauge it that way. So I really just try to figure out what each client needs, and then focus on just that.
3: So, being that you mo- you are like the motivator, like what motivates
5: you? Honestly, myself. Like mm-hmm. I've always been, thank God, a really focused, self-driven person. And uh, the way I look at it, no one can make me better outside of God. Is myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so my competition is me. There, mm-hmm. there will be days I've, I may not a little, bit, I may be a little bit low on energy. I may be tired. I may not want to work out again that day, but I have to focus. If I don't do it, who will?
3: How many yeah. times do you work
5: out? Uh, it depends. Once or twice. Oh,
4: well. okay. Yeah. How do you start it's your mornings? Weekly? <laughs> <laughs> <It's my> weekly. <laughs> One or two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I want to know how do you start mm-hmm. your mornings because I think like setting intentions for the day is very important and mm-hmm. you're uh-huh. I'm saying you're your your own motivator. Right. So
5: it's it's funny you say that. Um, I go it depends on the day. Um, so like right now, uh, I have an earlier morning on Monday, on Tuesday, Thursdays. So on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I, I, I'm planning. I try to work out before I start my clients. Certain days I may have to do it at the end, so it kind of depends on my client's schedule and what they may need depending on filming. I mm-hmm. will make the adjustments towards that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Has there ever been a moment where you felt like you had to compromise your faith? No. In this business?
5: Not compromise my faith, but um, there was a point in time I was like, you know, do I want to move back to Dallas?
2: Ooh. Mm. Why I was had that? Had that
5: thought. You know, you just get to a point where you know where you want to be, and it's just not happening fast enough. Don't we know? You it. know. And um,
0: you talking to us?
2: Right. And it's
5: it's challenging. I think we all go through it. But then I said, you know what? God has brought me this far. He's mm-hmm. not going to leave me now.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: You know? So I'm like, I'm just going to be patient, keep the faith, and keep working. And then fast forward four years later, something now is I'm at another level. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, God, what's next? Mm-hmm. You know? So even now, things are going great, but there's still always uh, a level up period.
3: Right. Yeah. You
5: know? So it's a little bit more on you at that time where you have to really feel, you have to search for God, be like, okay, God, I can't do this by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need you.
2: Yeah.
3: So I know all your clients aren't Christian. <clears throat>
5: Mm -hmm. How do you deal with
3: clients, like maybe if you, like I don't know how you inspire your clients, I don't know if it's through scriptures or whatever the case may be, but how do you deal Mm -hmm. with clients who aren't, you know, the same faith as you?
5: Great question. The way I look at it, um, I ask God for each of my clients, and throughout the day, there may be one thing I could say to them that Mm -hmm. they'll remember and they'll be inspired by. Mm -hmm. You know, so the way I look at it, I can't judge anyone for being a certain denomination or, you know, atheist or, you know, that's not my call. Cause God still loves us all, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to treat all my clients the same way. Mm-hmm. If I if I'm living for God and I love God and God loves me, I have to love everyone too. Oh, that Amen. is so deep,
4: especially good. with what's going on right now mm-hmm. with the shooting that just took place. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's crazy. We all like we're all connected at That's the end right. of the day. Yeah. But I have a question because you did mention that you were you started off as Baptist, correct? You grew up in a Baptist church, yes. uh-huh. and then you now you're non denominational. So mm-hmm. how did that transformation happen?
5: Uh, it was it was a great transformation um, because with the teaching and the word that I was getting from from Bishop, it just spoke to me to my to my spirit, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, it's about the word and what's being presented to me, how I feel about it. Um, mm-hmm. That's the most important part, you know. God comes to vo- gives us voices or His voice in each different forms. Yeah. You know, so if you're not open to it, you may not never hear him in your ear. Right. So you always got to have to keep your ears and spirit open. Yeah.
0: I think you bring up a good point. For me, growing up, I was Pentecostal. And then when we moved to the East Coast, we became Baptist. And mm-hmm. now I'm non-denominational because for me, it's just all confusing. And for me, it's just like another way to separate God's people. Yeah. Exactly. We all worship the same God. We're all here to exactly reverence the same person. So why have... Baptist. And college, you know, all yeah, that. Right. I just I just it's confusing to me, so that's mm-hmm. a that's that a great okay. point.
3: Have you ever tried TD Jakes?
0: <laughs> ah! Oh wait, that's not my news.
5: <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's some
3: holy weights. am <laughs> Jackson ladies and some weights? I'm gonna
0: touch you. You're <laughs> ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So I have a question about you know you as a, a trainer. You typically now you train anyone, but you typically mm-hmm. focus on women. Mm-hmm. Why is that?
5: Honestly, uh, you know I grew up after my you know dad passed. So I was it was my mom and my sister. Mm-hmm. You know it's who I spent most majority of my time with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know so it, I really don't. Turn away any client, depending on who comes to me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I tell some, you know, trainers that's growing, you know, in the industry, you know, don't worry about what other trainers are doing because God is going to send you who you really need to work with. Mm -hmm. If another trainer is working with this A-list client, Mm
0: -hmm. it's fine. That's for them. And that can apply not just to you as a trainer, but to all of us, whether it be an agent, manager, a boyfriend, like whomever, what's for you, who's for you, God will bring to you without Mm -hmm. you having to chase, you know, I'm just saying.
5: Um, And then then every client or agent or manager may not even want.
0: Exactly. Mm, Exactly. Yep. That's why it's also super important to exercise your discernment, Mm -hmm. especially in this industry. Mm, It's a lot of fakes, a lot of people trying to sell you a dream and aren't even capable of doing that for you. So, discernment is key. I want to know if you can share how did you obtain Mm -hmm. someone as big as Angela Bassett? Was that through word of mouth? How was that connected? Because that's the queen. That's the Mm. queen.
2: (laughs) Period.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, me, Angela tasha smith we all met about what was that back in <laughs> shout out to tasha that's my, my girl. coach. <laughs> hey, team. that's my sister right there she is amazing um you know so i met them you know back then and we trained together and um fast forward you know uh, all three she, of y'all yes uh-huh oh
3: my i bet y'all was so funny
5: <laughs> yes <laughs> i wonder I tasha complained more than me when she was working she's working out she's so funny she's <laughs> awesome you know so then um couple of years went by, then Tasha said, hey, bro, she was like, Angela needs you again. So we started back up, and you know, it's been ever since.
0: That's amazing. Wow. It's been how yeah. long now?
5: Uh, going on, what, six years now? That's mm, beautiful. Wow. Yeah.
0: And now she's more than just a client. I'm sure she's a friend now. Yes, yes. That's beautiful. She's amazing. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's Angela. So, I know, right? <laughs> so if you could go 20 years ahead, mm-hmm. where would you like to be, or what would you like your legacy to be?
5: Honestly, simple as I want people to, um, you know, trust and know that I'm genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm genuine, and I, I truly care about clients getting to their goal. And people I meet, you know, my goal is to inspire through different aspects. It could be through something I might be saying, or my personal exercise ability, and people see me working out. Whatever someone may need, I just want to be remembered as someone that has great character. Um, even though he struggled, made mistakes, he's still a good person. He always is willing to help other people. Um, and just happy. Like, I want people to, you know, there's so much going on in the world today and everything is so negative. Mm-hmm. Um, just smile and <clears throat> enjoy yourself and trust God and everything will turn out for your good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so sometimes there's also a misconception that we as believers, you know, we got God, so we good all the time. They don't see that we also struggle with right. mental illness sometimes, ailments within our body. So I kind of just, I want to know, how do you keep yourself uplifted and... From falling under, even though, you know, you know, you got, you got God, Mm -hmm. you know how to pray, you're in the word, but like those moments where you feel like God may not be so near. Mm -hmm. How do you handle that?
5: Well, I always think about that. I I know God is always near, but this is something I'm doing that stepped me away from him. Mm -hmm.
0: That's good. I know God
5: is always... You know, I know God
3: is, always, mm.
5: <laughs> you know, know God is always close. Mm. So yeah. when I know if it's something that's going on and I'm unstable, it's something that I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. So then I have to go back and, you know, recalculate what I'm doing wrong. Or I may not be praying enough or I may not be, you know, listening to the word enough. It's something that I'm mm-hmm. not doing that's drawing me away. Mm-hmm. But all right, God is always close. Yeah. Mm. Do
0: you struggle with anything as a believer? If, you, if you're if you comfortable sharing, like, some people still cuss. <clears throat> uh-huh. uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, little things. I heard right. That. Right. I heard that.
2: <laughs> right, right. Shame on you. <laughs> no, you G- don't. <laughs>
0: I can't talk. But is there anything that you struggle with as a believer um, that you know you're you're adamantly working on?
5: Um, that you're think. comfortable let with sharing. Think. Let me think. Let um, Hmm.
0: Maybe like, cause y'all gotta eat a lot, right? Is that considered gluttony?
5: Hmm, actually, yeah. Is it? It is. Even even excessively working out. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: wow. I wouldn't. That's, that's why thoughts. I don't
5: do it. <laughs> <laughs> I got <laughs> enough sins to get through. <laughs> even that could be one. Excessively working out. You know, if you're so stuck on yourself, then are you really, what are you really doing it for? Are you mm-hmm. doing it for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, do, you, so, do you feel that like that applies to you? That oh you, no, not at all. Yeah, not okay. at all.
5: But I'm just saying in general. But for me, um, you know, just my thing is just really being patient. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes I get a little bit impatient because I want things to happen faster. Because I'm not only doing things for myself, I'm doing things for my family. I'm doing thi- you know. So you want to motivate and keep,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
5: progressing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I have to worry about. Okay, I can't do everything myself. So God, I'm, I'm being impatient. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have to slow down a little bit and. Let him do what he needs to do for me. And
0: I think we're all mm-hmm. guilty of that. We want yeah. what we want. We want it right now. That's one thing I got to right. work on is my patience.
5: Right, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm it's tough. It's patient. tough. It's hard, especially out here <clears throat> with social media because you're looking at the phone Steady every day. You learning. see what people. You start comparing, and we're all in the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No matter who's high, who's low, one person can be here today and be here tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just keeping, staying even kill
0: Yeah. Do you guys have any questions for him? Oh, no, I, I know, I, I, know. I, I take the floor a lot, so. Opening the floor now. I want to play a quick game with you. Oh. you know we got to know a little bit about you, about your faith. Let's mm-hmm. let's get to know you on a more intimate level. Oh, so,
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> so this is called rapid fire. Right?
5: Mm-hmm. okay.
0: You remember this game?
5: Mm-hmm. I'm, ner- I'm kind of nervous. So
0: so there's 15 questions on the page. You pick the number. So if you say question number fifteen, I'm gonna read fifteen, and you're gonna answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't think about it. Don't don't <laughs> say um. i to try not to. Okay. Give me the first answer. Can I get like two minutes on the clock?
5: Don don don.
0: Put it a little little fire under your butt. Make you, you I'm know. A, little, a little nervous right now. I'll throw, I'll throw it right there. Okay. All right. You ready? Take a deep breath. You sure? Okay. All right. Now it's kind of warm. When I say go. You pick the number, and then after I, I ask you the question to answer it, give me another number right away. Okay. All right, 15 questions, all
5: right? Are we going through all these 15?
0: If you can get through it, it's on you.
5: How much time do I have? Two minutes. All right, let me put the, hold on. He, should, can have this, <laughs> so he about to do it. Let me, let me, let me check my heart rate.
0: <laughs> 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 Typical of a trader. Okay.
5: All right, I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready.
0: All right, go. Three. What's the best advice you have ever received? Never give up. Ooh, give me another one.
5: Um, stay strong.
0: No, number. Crazy?
5: Oh, uh, <laughs> one. Give me one. Give me one. I'm not at it like, keep
2: going. <laughs> oh, no. Right,
5: right, like one.
0: If you could go back to any year of your life, which year would you go back to and why? Ooh. it's mm, good, ain't it?
5: That is a tough one. <laughs> what I would say...
0: Don't think 26. about it. And why?
5: I would have came out here sooner. Ooh. Mm. Okay.
0: All right, give me another one. Nine. Nine. What is your favorite book other than the Bible?
5: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, hmm. Actually, TD Jakes' book, He Motions. Ooh. I think that is a great book that talks about men's um, just you know things that we deal with, still being be a strong man, but also being in tone and sensitive to our own emotions too.
0: That sounds good. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Give me another one.
5: Um. Actually, the Tiger Woods book I just finished. Yo, reading was crazy number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually trying to stall. <laughs> <laughs> I you're bet you're so trying to stall crazy. seven.
0: <laughs> seven. If you could ask God one question, what would you ask him?
5: Mm. That's deep. Ooh, that's One tough. question.
0: That's
4: a good one, right?
5: <sighs> Am I accepted into heaven? Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
5: Don't we all want to know the answer to that? <laughs>
4: I'm trying to walk up. Like right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh i that right.
4: <laughs> You would skip the line. <laughs> you skip the line.
0: Excuse <laughs> me, me. Give me another
2: one. he waiting for me?
5: 30 seconds that's, left. That's a, uh, let's go two. Two. Let's go two.
0: If you, if you would have won the Mega Millions, what's the first thing you Ooh. Mm. would have
5: bought? Oh, I will have to take care of mom. You know, you have to, you have to yeah. give mom a nice Would house, you get a house? You know, absolutely. Nice. nice. Yeah. Okay,
0: one more. I mean, well, a few more if you can. Ten. Uh, Ten. What is the last movie you watched in a the theater?
5: Um, what was that? Uh, a Star is Born.
0: Nice. One more.
5: Um, Eleven.
0: Eleven. What is your biggest pet peeve?
5: You know when people be like, you know what? I got something to tell you. Oh, <laughs> then then they like, never mind.
0: That's me. I do
5: that. I can't you. No. That. Like, you have to so tell me now. <laughs> I do
0: that at least once a day. Oh, God. God. I, I, I probably will work your last nerve. That is
5: so annoying. Because then you fun. feel like you need something. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. All right, cool. That was fun. Thank oh, yeah. you so much for joining us today. Yeah, taking like... your time out of your day. <laughs> was that stressful?
5: Was yeah, a little bit. You did good. Thank you.
0: Any last questions for Rob? When yeah. we want to work
5: out, I know,
3: <laughs> I know you say you don't take men clients. <laughs> no way! Actually, have
5: I have several men clients right now. Let's put that out there. I have like five or six. Okay, so we're good. We're good. Seven. Got gotcha. I got you.
0: <laughs> Can you ever have too many clients?
5: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So what's like your absolutely. your cutoff?
5: Well, I try not to train more than six a day. So it kind of just depends, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah cuz even okay. that's a lot. I've, I've a done lot. the days of 10, 12 clients in a day and the thing is I don't you never want to lose focus and attention to each client. So you have so much, you may have a lot of quantity, but you want it to be efficient. Mm-hmm. Right. You want right. your you want your one-on-one <clears throat> relationships to be Right. Efficient.
0: One mm-hmm. last question for your viewers who are watching, mm-hmm. give them one piece of advice or inspiration to end the night with.
5: Uh simplest, what's on the front of my hat? Just keep keep going. going. No matter what, no matter what your goal is, or what you're striving for, or or your career, or just in your personal life, just you know, keep going through the good and the bad, and just keep God first.
0: Yeah. Uh, Before we go,
4: give us a little. Scoop one, BHL. I got some good stuff over here. So, hey, BHL fans, Black Hollywood Live is the first urban digital broadcast network in existence. Since inception, BHL has prided itself on creating outstanding content in all areas from news, music, politics, to lifestyle, and entertainment. We've not only given voice to the often underserved Black and the Latino community, we've also provided new hosts with the dopest platform to exercise their talents. And that's not all. BHL has done the same for many of Hollywood's A-lists, including Oprah Winfrey, whom has made multiple BHL appearances and given us several shout-outs. Now the Black Hollywood Live Network needs your help. How can you do that? By subscribing to our YouTube channel, That's How. Subscribing to our YouTube channel will also help you find new shows we're sure you'll love. And if you're worried about annoying notifications, don't be because they are optional. So hit that subscribe button now. It's easy and it helps us continue our work. So let us know you did in the comments and we'll show you some love on air. Thanks for being supportive fans to BHL, helping us take the network to the next level and continue to redefine Hollywood. Yes. All right. And on that note, y'all, thank you so much for yes. tuning into the first official episode of Faith and Fame with
0: me, your host, Brittany Q Hill. Please follow me on all social media platforms at Brittany Q Hill. That's B R I T T N E Y. You guys spell it right. Tell us how to follow you.
3: You guys can follow me on all social media platforms at IMJ Lamar. And Brittany, we have something special for you. What
2: do you have?
3: So, ugh. I'm nervous.
2: For your first show, we
3: just want to say congratulations. You worked so hard. We've seen the hard work and tears. Congratulations on your first show. Yeah, love you so much.
4: beautiful and hey everyone you can follow me at Imani Ajak and at monijaytv.com where I'm covering everything pop culture and news all right Rob tell us how we can follow you
5: uh, follow me on all social media platforms at get fit by Rob
0: all right y'all it's been You're real old. thank you for tuning in we'll see you next week see Salut. y'all next week bye
1: from executives Kevin Undergarley Ariel Kristen Tiana Hobson and the entire VHL staff we would like to thank you for Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL. I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Sipia, Instagram at KingXO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the hotel and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.